Hey, what's up, all you beautiful non-lames? This is Stephen Lee Clark with yet another episode of Talk Cool Radio. Today we talk about a big scary bear named Russia and why we should stop fucking with it. We talk about the economic collapse in one of the most beautiful countries I've ever seen, alright? And then we talk about why we're all heading to the fucking FEMA camps, feel me? I'll see you there. After that we talk with one of the top five realest motherfuckers in the game, and that's Mark Ganya. So yeah, lay the fuck down, by the fire, come kick it with me, fuck with it. This is another episode of Talk Full Radio. Hey, what's up, dogs? Uh, welcome back. I missed you. It's been a while because uh, I was across the drip, right? And uh, yeah, I went to Iceland, went to Copenhagen. Iceland was cool as fuck. Let me tell you, the city was just whatever. But I will say that the vast wasteland of volcanic rock was tight as fuck. And uh, threw me off a little bit. Couldn't sleep at all because let me tell you something. The fucking right now, the sun doesn't go down there at all. And it fucking killed me. In this life, there are a few constants, and day and night is the motherfucking front runner, right? So, yeah, that threw me off a little bit. Uh, went on a lot of long walks, uh, collected a lot of volcanic rock. Uh, my friend Ben found some obsidian for me, um, which is cool. I looked all fucking day and couldn't find shit, but it was cool. He found it for me. Uh, let's see. Uh, hung out with Flava Flav, who is, uh, had no idea. He's a very positive figure. Okay. He hugged me, said, and he literally said, give my love to everyone, you know. So you basically met him too, right? That's tight. That's that's hella tight. You met Flav. But, uh, anyways, saw Iggy pop. Uh, that shit was amazing. He was like, can't believe he's still doing what he does. Cause, uh, let me tell you, I was worried for him. But yeah, that shit was tight as fuck. I saw the bug who fucking killed it, right? That motherfucker ran out of a huge PA, but also had two fucking 8x10s with their own base heads, each each one. And I was like, damn, fool, this is the definition of slap. Like, like, uh, hey, dad, what does slaps mean? Uh, That's what it means, motherfucker. Okay? But anyways, it was great. Went to Copenhagen, uh, played a good show there, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that was fun. Anyways, it's been a while, right? And some crazy shit has happened in uh, the world since we last talked. And right off the bat, I'm going to say, I know you guys have all seen, I know it's all, you know, blah, 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 but uh, gay rights, that's fucking tight. Uh, It's all good across the whole United States to get married. And uh, I support the shit out of that, always have. And if you don't, go ahead and move your finger to the stop button because I don't want you to listen to this shit anyways, all right? But yeah, shit is great. It's a beautiful fucking life. Uh, equal rights. Blah, blah, blah. If you don't, you know, you should already feel like that. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So, today we're talking to fucking Mark Gagne, uh, the mastermind behind Granite Mask, which is um, one of my favorite fucking projects. And uh, he's also in a band called Mortal Bodies. He has been in the game for a really fucking long time and done a bunch of different shit. So, I'm excited to talk to him. 
Uh, he's very knowledgeable and real as fuck. So you should be excited too. Uh, he, you might remember Mark. He was the first person to ever curate the music besides me, right? And uh, that went so well because he has really good taste. And uh, so I figured, fuck, we're interviewing you. You might as well just do it again, right? So he does. And uh, I'm very excited about it. Today in the news, yeah, I'm going to talk about a couple just like real world things that are going on because uh, let me tell you, I've been following them for a while and it's fucking crazy, right? So, but you know, I had to throw in some crazy fucking conspiracy shit in there. Uh, you know, sometimes I don't mean to, it's just I'm crazy and I really like it, you know? So I do that shit on accident, you feel me? But anyways, uh, let's hit this first song real quick. Uh, thanks to Mark again. Um, this is Accord with Grayscale. Fuck with it. Thank you. 
that was a chord with grayscale and again let's all thank mark ganya for the music we'll be talking to him later blah blah, blah. You, you guys already know that um okay so today's news okay a little bit different um probably throw some links in there for you but you know i hit up a bunch of different things for this uh and i dove pretty deep and it was really fun if you guys are into history or if you're into politics um you might fuck with it you might already know some stuff but you know what a guaranteed you never heard uh current events explained with this many fucks right and uh you know this many likes but anyways i usually like to throw in weird conspiracy shit uh which i kind of did in the end but the first two things are just straight up real world shit that's happening on this planet right here that we all live on okay and uh again you know, it's all about information, right? Information rules all, and it's all about awareness, okay? So today, I'm going to hook you up with information to uh, enhance your awareness of this planet, okay? Uh, there's a bunch of other planets out there, uh, but I don't give a fuck about them. I care about this one right now, okay? And the scary, crazy, uh, you know, sad shit that's going on in it, okay? So... Let's hit the fucking news. Here's some bullshit that happened somewhere today. Motherfucker. <laughs> I have to hit that last one. I love it so much. One of my favorites. Okay. So the first thing I want to talk about, just give you guys a little fucking breakdown. Again, you, some of you may know about it. Some of you may not. Some of you might know a little bit. Some of you might not know shit. All right. Either way, we're all dogs. You're my dog. So I'm going to hook you up. All right. And I'm your dog. Okay. So it's all good. Uh, so the first thing I want to talk about is everything that's going on with Russia and Ukraine, okay? It's a really fucking crazy situation over there, and it sucks because people are dying, A, and it sucks because the U.S. is perpetuating the shit out of it, all right? And that's not cool. But, you know, I'm not taking any sides here. You know, Russia, they're corrupt. Like the U.S., they're corrupt. Doesn't matter, Everybody's corrupt. The EU, corrupt as fuck, all right? Doesn't matter if you're here or if you're across the drip, right? It's all corrupt. This entire planet is corrupt as fuck, except for maybe some jungle somewhere, but guaranteed there is a super small village right in that fucking mysterious jungle where someone is corrupt as fuck and they're trying to get ahead by stepping on people, right? So that's the name of the game, step on people, right? So, anyways, I'm going to try to calm my ass down, talk a little bit slower so you guys absorb this information. I'd like to apologize. I fucking drink a lot of coffee. Again, I have a problem, okay? But if I fucking start talking too fast, just look at your phone or computer and just yell out, like, slow the fuck down. I'm trying to, you know, or rewind, you know? A lot of them have that little, you know, go back 15 seconds, you know? Fuck with that button a lot, okay? Because number one important thing is i want you guys to fucking under like you know get this information it's very important and obviously i want you to look it up too right i'm just going to give you the brief uh remedial breakdown of what's going on the stephen lee clark version right so you know it's up to you guys to dig a little deeper and i love that and you guys should send fucking comments my way you know let me know what you think about it or if I miss something, hook me up, email me, talkfulradio, gmail.com, tweet at me, you know what I'm saying, uh, talkfulradio, whatever, okay, so here we go, Russia and Ukraine, 
Again, not exactly new, but I did a lot of digging and I've been following it for a long time. So here is the history of what the fuck is going on and why we're not to be not to be a fear monger. You guys know that I hate that kind of shit. But in this real world, we are. It is scary because we are on the brink of some really scary shit. Okay, so brief history, right? In 1949, okay, everyone was scared of the spread of communism, okay? Basically, we were all told, like, communism is coming, they're gonna fucking infect you like a virus, blah, blah, blah. It's basically the same shit that we have with terrorism today, right? Uh, it's all propaganda. You know, some shit happens. I don't, I don't know if it really happened, but it probably did. You know, who knows? It's all, it's all up in the air. I don't believe shit ever, but... Uh, I entertain everything because I entertain what's possible. Oh, yeah, you guys know that. Okay, so again, 1949, everyone's scared of the spread of communism, right? So what does the U.S. do to battle the spread of communism? They create something called NATO, right? You guys have heard of that, NATO. And NATO stands for the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, okay? So <clears throat> we had our team, NATO, and so Russia was like, fuck, I want a team too, okay? So Russia... Got a bunch of European states, and they created the counter to NATO, which is called the Warsaw Pact, right? Got a lot cooler name, um, you know, but both sides are sketchy as fuck, right? Okay, so we had our dogs, NATO. They had their dogs, Warsaw Pact. This took Europe and divided the shit out of it, right? Half of them were with us, half of them with them, blah, blah, blah. When I say us, you know what I mean, right? You know I don't back this fucking... I don't back any team except for the fucking Raiders, okay? I don't back any fucking team on any any government team, okay? They all suck, okay, as far as I'm concerned. But you guys already know that. I don't have to say that, blah, blah, blah. So Europe is divided, okay? Now, it's hard to remember in this day and age because especially if you're my age or younger or whatever the fuck, but Russia is, was... And it seems like will be for a long time a fucking superpower, okay? Their country is huge. Their population is huge. They've gone through some struggles, right, economically, but they have the fifth largest economy on the planet, okay? And not to mention, right, not to mention the second most nuclear weapons after us, right? So between a scary number is between us and Russia that makes up 90% of the nuclear weapons on this fucking planet, okay? So that is really scary. And you need to remember that Russia went through some shit, right? And so when Putin came in, his whole thing was restoring the glory of Russia, right? Which is, you know, again, everyone's corrupt, but that's admirable, okay? This motherfucker is trying to bring his people back up, okay? And, you know, people have done that here, uh, fucking, uh, you know, whatever, Jimmy Carter and shit. Okay, but <clears throat> anyways, so I'm going to go back in time and we're going to talk about the Cuba Missile Crisis, okay? You might be like, what the fuck? Why are we talking about this? You know, but I promise you the shit's relevant, okay? So just give me a second, all right? Cuba Missile Crisis. In 1962, the Soviet Union sent some ballistic missiles to Cuba, right? which is 90 miles away from Florida. So you can imagine how the U.S. felt about that. It was a proverbial fuck no. Like, what are you thinking? But what you may not know is that was in response 
to the U.S. having missiles in Italy and Turkey. And those motherfuckers were pointed straight at Russia, right? They, Russia had their ballistic missiles. We had some things called Jupiter missiles, right? And they're all pointed at each other, right? So the U.S. is pretty much like, fuck that. Like, you're not having Russia, uh, missiles fucking 90 miles away from our mainland, right? Which is understandable, even though they did the exact same thing to Russia, and that was in response, blah, blah, Okay, missiles pointed at anybody is fucked up, and it's how we live. So, basically, uh, this was the most stressful point of the Cold War, and it was on the brink of turning into a very real war, right? People dying, explosions, uh, it's just never tight, okay? So... We got the Cuban Missile Crisis. You know what that is. So fast forward to 2013, okay? Ukraine. So throughout history, Ukraine has been divided as fuck with Western Ukraine in favor of the European Union and Eastern Ukraine loyal to Russia, right? They, you know, each respectively share a border. Now, when it was time to decide an alliance, okay, um, even though their president, Viktor Yanukovych, the president at the time, Viktor Yanukovych, uh, he said for a long time, you know, years or whatever, he said that he was planning on siding with the European Union, right? It was thought to be progressive. It was thought to be a step in the right direction for their economy, for just the country in general, okay? Um, so a lot of people were excited about that. Some people were bummed, but a lot of people were excited, okay? But what happened was at the very last second, right, that motherfucker Yanukovych, backpedaled and he said no, no 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 fuck that i'm signing with russia right which pissed a lot of people off so why you might ask that's what i said i said why why did he do that so i wanted to know and so i found out the eu thing seemed like it would have been very chill okay but when it came down to it there was some weird ass stipulations that made that fool think twice all right one of them was that his presidential term would end very early okay and there would be an election in which the EU would slide their little representative into the election and probably rig the shit out of the voting and get their dog up on top, right? Um, everybody knows everybody's corrupt. EU is corrupt. It all leads back to the fucking Federal Reserve, right? Those motherfuckers run the world, okay? Anyways, we're going to get to them later too, okay? Don't worry about it. Um, I know you are, but I'm telling you, don't worry about it. So, basically, right, the other stipulation, which is really fucking crazy, was that if they signed with the EU, they would become a part of NATO, and NATO would build multiple missile bases, wait for it, on the border of Russia, right? Sound familiar? Missiles, close proximity. Keep in mind, NATO was basically formed as a big, like, calm the fuck down to Russia and the Soviet Union at the time, okay? So they, in turn, are doing the Cuban Missile Crisis, but in reverse, again, okay? So they were like, we're going to put... A bunch of fucking NATO bases on the border of Russia, point some fucking missiles at them and uh, see what happens, right? Which is a fucking huge mistake, right? And so naturally, Putin was like, man, fuck that shit. So Yanukovych was like, whoa, 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 I don't want to do all that. And then he sided with Russia, right? So after that, that caused a bunch of shit. So protests started happening, um, a lot of EU supporters in Ukraine were like protesting and calling for Yanukovych's resignation. Okay. So then shit started to get ugly. So there was this one big riot and a and hundred people died, right? Over a hundred people died. Right. 
So then after these riots got like a little ugly, that fool Yanukovych, you know what he did? He said, fuck it and dipped, right? He just fucking vanished. And that motherfucker fled to Russia, right? And so when Yanukovych fled to Russia and basically all of Ukraine's fucking uh, government was, I don't know, like non-existent, that is when, you guys might have heard about this, that is when Putin, being the military fucking mind that he is, that motherfucker snuck down into Crimea and annexed that shit. Basically just acquired it, took it over, right? Which in turn started pretty much a fucking war, right? So you got the Russian separatists that want to side with Russia and you got the Ukrainian like fucking loyalists, right? Uh, that wanted to be with the EU. And those motherfuckers started really killing each other. And it was fucked. It is fucked up. Not was. It's still, it's still going on, right? Now... The sketchy thing is America is blaming Russia for supplying the separatists with arms and tanks, right? And Russia and Putin is full on denying that, right? I don't know what's going on with that. Nobody knows except for those motherfuckers, right? But the thing is, he has to deny that because if people find out that he's giving all these separatist weapons, that's basically like Russia moving into fucking Ukraine. And that would start a very real war, right? So shortly after that, the EU and the US started placing these sanctions, right? These fucking lockdowns basically on Russia, blacklisting a lot of their high up Russian officials from traveling, okay? And uh, they kind of just had this stranglehold on their banks, you know, cutting off loans and shit. So that in turn made their, econo uh, their economy kind of like dip a little bit, right? Uh, the ruble's losing fucking, uh, losing its value, blah, blah, blah. Now, a lot of people consider these sanctions to be some scary shit because it's like, dude, Russia is already hella pissed. We tried to put those NATO bases on the border and now you're going to just like kind of poke this bear. You know what I'm saying? And that is very all bad. Uh, it seems to me to be very all bad, right? So again, I'm going to remind you, Russia is a fucking superpower, okay? Fifth largest economy, motherfuckers are scary, okay? So again, US has a lot to do with this shit, okay? But when Crimea got swooped on, that kind of made all the Baltic states, i.e. Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, among others, they tripped pretty hard because, again, they share a border with Russia. And they were like, man, I hope that shit doesn't happen to me, right? So those motherfuckers are a part of NATO, okay? And those motherfuckers kind of called upon NATO. Uh, and who sent some troops over there? The U.S., right? So the U.S. sent thousands of fucking troops over to these Baltic states to line up on the border and train their troops, right? So they're just training them, okay? Now you have the Baltic states having all these training operations, right? And Russia having all their fucking military drills all along these borders. It is fucking scary, right? So basically, it's all tension, right? It's a bunch of tension and and everybody, all of NATO and these Baltic states are tripping on Russia, scared that they're going to fucking swoop in there. And Russia is like, what the fuck? Like, why is all this shit? Why are you guys doing this shit? Again, everyone's corrupt. I'm not taking sides with anybody. I'm just saying that it's weird to talk shit to Russia and Putin, right? when you did the exact same thing right when in the cuban missile crisis okay so again when russia put their missiles in cuba the u.s was like fuck that you're about to start a war right but then 
you know, however many years later, we're doing the exact same thing to them. And it all seems sketchy. Okay. So, you know, that's, again, that's a very brief history. Oh, another thing is the press. Okay. The media is, if you look at both sides of the media, it's so annoying and scary because you have Russia talking all this shit, like presenting all these supposed facts and you have the U.S. doing the exact same thing, right? There, if you know, I know, and you guys know that the U.S. is making Putin to be out, like, m making Putin out to be this fucking crazy psycho, right? That's like fucking sociopath, bloodthirsty, blah blah. You know, I think it's sociopath, fucking Obama. Same thing. I'm sure they both are. You know what I'm saying? But, anyways. I want to look at both those motherfuckers. I I have a meeting set up. I'm going to sit down with both of those motherfuckers and I'm going to be like, look, I know what you're up to. Okay. And the millions of listeners that I have, right? Millions, right? We're a huge fucking army. Okay. They know what you're up to. Okay. Or they have an idea. We all have an idea. Okay. And, 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 and I'm a little scared, right? Cause I don't want war. I never want war. War's the worst thing on the planet. Okay. Um, but even more importantly, I don't want war between the two fucking craziest countries and it's all bad. Anyways, we all hate war, blah, blah, blah. The research is ongoing because the situation is ongoing, but, um, you know, you, you gotta wonder why you gotta wonder why the U S is pushing this shit so hard. Right. I do know that the U S is trying to come up with a gas deal a natural gas fucking oil deal with ukraine they want ukraine to buy fucking oil from them the u.s okay so that seems a little sketchy to me also we know that in 2012 russia no nobody knows how true this is okay but russia said that they have been sitting on a secret diamond mine okay you can look this up in 2012 they released this information that said basically we found the biggest diamond mine in history, okay, and we're sitting on a couple trillion carats, okay? Now, what are diamonds? Money, okay? And so, not doesn't seem that far-fetched to me that the U.S. is like, oh, okay, okay, you got some diamonds, all right, um, let's figure out how to fucking swoop them, all right? And we all know that the U.S. is down to fuck people up when it comes to fucking money, right? Because what else is money? Oil, right? Some scary shit. Anyways... Uh, that's a very Stephen Lee Clark style rundown of Russia and Ukraine. Um, apologize for all the fucks, but not really. Cause you know, whatever. Anyways, moving on. That's some really scary shit. I will keep following it. Obviously I'm really interested in it and you know what? It's just, it's, it's, it's really important. Okay. Awareness again. Cause you know what? If those motherfuckers are going to start a fight with Russia, you know where I'm going? I don't know. I'm going to fucking jungles of Mexico or something. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to live off the land down there because uh, I don't want no part of this shit. I don't want no part of it. All I need is fucking Wi-Fi and like a little studio. You know, I can make my music there, could send you guys information from there, and I would be totally hidden, right? I can, you know, I, I think I could scrounge that shit up for myself. I'm a pretty resourceful guy. You know what I'm saying? But anyways... We're going to move on from that. Okay. That was Russia and Ukraine. Boom. So next thing I want to talk about, right, is also ongoing. And you guys might've heard a lot about it, <clears throat> right? And I heard a lot about it. And then I realized like, you know what, man, I don't really know exactly what the fuck is going on. So I need to figure this out. Okay. And that is what is going on in Greece, the economic downfall of Greece. Okay. So a big reason I wanted to talk about Greece. Okay. Is because a, 
it's interesting. I like economics. It's really, uh, it's, it was hard for me to grasp because, um, you know, I don't give a fuck about money in my own life because I'm always broke, whatever, but, um, and I'm really bad with it. But on a global scale, it's really interesting to watch the rise and fall and the fucking, the swells of the economy, okay? And what makes it do that, all right? But B, the other reason I want to talk about Greece is because Greece is literally one of the most beautiful, interesting, historical places I've ever been, okay? I have fucking couple words for you, okay? Birthplace of democracy, all right? I have a friend from Greece, right? And I always told her, like, dude, if I was from Greece, I would just walk around being like, birthplace of democracy, you know, fuck with me. I'm from Greece. Birthplace of democracy. You know, fuck with it. That shit's amazing, right? Greece is a fucking beautiful country. And in this really fucked up, amazing life of music that I chose, there are a few times in life where you just stop and you pause and you look around you and you're just like, wow, I can't believe this shit is happening in like a great way, you know? And one of those was Greece. You know, I went to the Parthenon, me and my dogs saw the Parthenon. I've been obsessed with the Parthenon ever since I was a kid, right? I love it. I had pictures of it. I had postcards of it. I had fucking, uh, I had, uh, a lot of fucking, uh, calendars of it and shit. And, uh, it's a big staple in one of my favorite books I've ever read. Probably my favorite book I've ever read, which I'm not going to tell you about because motherfuckers will get all upset. But anyways, uh, the Parthenon, the most copy building history, Greece, beautiful fucking place, right? Athens, wonderful city, right? All the people I know from there are fucking great. And there's a lot of cool music coming from there. It's just a great place, right? So yeah. Oh yeah. And when I saw the Parthenon, I was like, you know what? I love this building so much. I'm gonna fucking steal a piece of it. Right. And, and I psyched myself out and I went up there and I was like, nothing will stop me on this planet from getting a piece of the Parthenon. So I just fucking dipped under this chain, ran and grabbed a piece of it. And now it's chilling like right next to me. I love it. Okay. Anyways, back to the real shit. Okay. So here is a very brief, very remedial Stephen Lee Clark breakdown of what's going on in Greece. Okay. So history of Greece's economic downfall. Okay. So in 2009, Greece kind of like scared the economic world by admitting its budget deficit, which, okay, a budget deficit is the amount that a country spends compared to its GDP, the gross domestic product, right? So they frighten the economic world by saying, hey, man, our uh, budget deficit is 12.9%. And the EU is like, whoa, fool, what the fuck, 12.9%? Because the EU has a limit of 3%. So that's over four times, right? Crazy. So that scared a lot of people. And then this scared that information scared a lot of Greece's investors, right? And it also made it harder for them to get future loans. Like they could still get them, but they were more expensive, right? So it's like a big snowball, right? Their economy's fucked, or, or you know, their economy started going downhill. And the fact that it was going downhill made it harder for them to get loans, right? And the loans that they did get had more fucking stipulations, more interest, all this bullshit, right? And so in 2010, Greece was like, oh, wait, 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 don't trip because we created this austerity package, right? And that austerity package will lower it back down to 3% in a couple years. Austerity is just like a little set of adjustments to an economic plan, right? I.e. like tax increases or spending cuts. Now, all of this would have been okay, except... A few months after they said that, Greece announced, actually, we might default anyways. Default mean we're not going to pay, right? So 
that was like, oh, fuck. That made the world be like, hey, man, what the fuck? So then the European Union and the IMF, which is the International Monetary Fund, right? It's a bunch of countries, blah, 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 get together. They have a lot of money, okay? Uh, they put together two, 240 billion euros in an emergency fund, okay? And drew up more austerity measures, right? So they had, they had all these austerities. They had all these changes to the way they were spending money and their taxes. And the EU was like, you know what, man? We'll get, oh, and the IMF, I'm sorry. We'll give you 240 billion euros in emergency funds, right? To boost your economy. But we all know that this shit is corrupt as fuck, right? We all know that. Same thing that Federal Reserve does, okay? Now, these, these plans, right, and especially when, it, when a company is in economic downfall, these austerity packages are literally written up to in the first place. And in the plan, the whole entire financial plans of countries in the first place are written up to by some fat rap motherfuckers, right, that are... They want you to be in debt forever, right? It's just like what happens here with fucking mortgages and blah, 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 loans, interest, blah, 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 credit. It's all this stupid shit, right? It is designed to keep you in debt forever, right? It is meant to be hard to pay it back, right? Now, this is a little off topic, but if you've ever heard of a book called Confessions of an Economic Hitman, okay, that book is wonderful and i highly suggest you read it because it is all true right it's not speculative it's all true and it is literally about this branch of big business it wasn't okay they it couldn't be related to the government because this shit would start wars everywhere right but it was funded by the government okay and these motherfuckers named economic hitmen they would go into these countries okay a lot of them are in south america central america you guys should read about it right it's an amazing book and they would drop these packages these economic plans for these countries right and they would say we will provide you with fresh water we'll provide you with fucking uh, energy we'll provide you with all this shit right well let's get your country advanced let's get you on the path to being as, as advanced as the united states right meanwhile these drafts were written up to plunge these countries into endless debt right it is fucked up and this book is written by a former economic hitman. He realized this is so fucked up what we're doing that I'm going to write a book about it. I'm going to fucking blow the whistle. You know what I'm saying? And so that fool blew the whistle. And he even talks about when a country refused to comply, they would send in these people called the jackals, right? And what do jackals do? They're fucking assassins, dude. They would just straight up murk you for not wanting to owe the U.S. money forever. It's fucked up, right? But anyways sort of uh comparable okay so <clears throat> these second set of austerity measures really fucked greece up and with that 240 billion euros they were barely able to pay just the interest on what they already had and it reduced the tax revenues and unemployment then rose to 25 percent okay which is fucking crazy okay so then in 2011, the European Financial Stability Facility, okay, the EFSF, which you may not know, but is, wait for it, funded by the European Union, hello, separate entity, but still funded by the EU. Those fools were like, hey, you know what, it's all good. I'm going to give you another 190 billion euros and 
you know, that's going to boost your economy again, get you out of this hole. But obviously that comes with more interest, right? And so you can start to see why all this shit is happening today. They kept getting money to pay back this debt, but it was just adding to their debt, which is all fucked up. It's really disgusting, man. But in this, and you know, it truly, truly bums me out that such a wonderful, beautiful place like Greece is having to deal with shit like this. You know, I understand, right? I understand both sides of it, okay? I, again, I don't ever take sides, but I understand that Greece could have, you know, spent their money a little more wisely as a nation and, or as a country and fucking, you know, and they could have kind of, you know, stopped this before it started, but Shit happens and they don't need some fucking fat, rich motherfucker. And when I say rich, I mean filthy fucking rich, trillions of dollars going in there and behind this mask of like, oh, we're going to help you. And then, uh, you know, P.S., you'll be in debt to us forever. And actually, we're going to fuck you. Right. So then by 2000, by 2012, Greece's debt to GDP ratio was at fucking 175 percent. All right. And keep in mind, the limit of that is 60%, okay? That's fucking crazy. 175% debt to GDP ratio. So, fast forward to now, okay? Greece was voting on whether to honor yet another austerity measure provided by the EU or not. That was the vote, okay? They weren't voting on whether we should leave the EU or leave the Eurozone, whatever the fuck. No, they were voting on if they should take another austerity measure, okay? Which, to be honest, I was hoping that they would vote no because that's what got them here in the fucking first place, right? So, you know, if they voted yes, it seemed like history would be repeating itself, but to many people's surprise, it was a landslide vote of no. And and Greece's uh, government itself was pushing that. They were saying, you know what, man? Fuck the austerity, that shit put us here in the first place. Let's figure this out, like, you know, kind of on our own. Not on, our, not on their own, but they, they just didn't want to fuck with the EU's bullshit anymore, right? Which is totally understandable, okay? Now, this vote was heavily, again, this no vote was heavily pushed by Syriza, which is the political party in Greece headed by the prime minister Alexis Tsipras, right? And while they said they don't want to lose the euro, it does kind of throw them into uncharted waters, okay? Because if they do, in fact, end up leaving the Eurozone, which may or may not happen, they would be the first country to do that, okay? And then a lot of people are like, you know, it seems like a scary thing, you know? But, okay, so where are we now? Now, there's being a summit held with all the Eurozone nations. The Eurozone is all those countries that fucking took up the Euro, right? So now, there is a summit being held with all of the Eurozone uh, nations to figure this shit out, right? And they're putting a lot of pressure on Greece to come up with its own financial plan, right? And they don't have much time. They want it done like yesterday, right? Now, if the European Central Bank won't give them money, right, if they will not hook them up with some fucking, like, you know, uh, emergency, another emergency fund, right? Um, if they don't, that means that Greece has two options, okay, and both of which are pretty shitty, right? There is option A, which is called a bail-in, right? You've heard of the bail-out, but there's something called a bail-in, and a bail-in is when the creditors themselves, they get fucked, right? And they have to eat a certain percentage of their debt, right? 
It happened in Cyprus uh, not too long ago. Basically, a lot of people that are owed money, like, have to chalk it up. Chalk it up as a fucking loss, right? Um, and a lot of rich people don't like to do that. The other option is that Greece will start printing its own money, right? And they can't print the... If that was the case, they can't print the euro, right? Because it's not theirs. They would have to go back to the drachma, okay? Drachma... It's a really tight name for money, right? It's cool, but, you know, it would really be a tough thing. And and part of me feels like Greece wants to do this, uh, you know, but they did say they don't want to leave the euro, right? So, but if they go to the drachma, they're going to have to depend on their own GDP to bail themselves out, right? Which is pretty, you know, honorable, uh, but it's a long, hard road, right? Uh, out of hell, right? Uh, Marilyn Manson, boy. Okay, so that is most of it. It's ongoing and new shit is happening every day. So you should keep up with it. I'm definitely going to keep up with it, right? And there might be a few days lag in between you, me recording this and you getting it. So there might be some shit that happened already, right? But, uh, you know, I know you guys think I'm like all knowing and all this shit, but I can't predict the future, right? It's, you know, theoretically impossible because the future hasn't happened yet. Unless, you know, you think of the multiple dimensions and time being one long fabric that we travel across. And that would mean that the past, the future and the present are all in one space, but we can't. Okay. Anyways, sorry, I'm just getting off track. Okay. But honestly, man, this whole thing kind of struck me because it's all about these fucking, I, I know I've gone off about it before, right? But it's all about these fat rat motherfuckers in the Federal Reserve that are just sapping the life out of all these different people and it's fucked up. How is that shit okay, right? Uh, again, you know, comparable to all this bullshit that we have to deal with, but on a way bigger scale, you know what? And, uh, and, and the consequences are way worse. You know, it's, it's really bad. The, the downfall of a nation is a really fucking sad thing, especially when it's a fucking beautiful nation like that. You know what? And I'm sure all countries have their beautiful, uh, factors and it sucks that these motherfuckers that are rich will just keep getting richer. Right. So, and, and we all know that this shit is designed from the very get go to keep the rich getting richer and to keep the poor getting shit on. Okay. Uh, okay. Moving on from Greece is beautiful place. I suggest you go there. Uh, fuck with it. Okay. Now, you know, it was coming, right? I'm going to get into some very fucking scary, like conspiracy type shit. Okay. Half of it is conspiracy, but half of it is fucking real shit. Okay. And you can all look this up. It is called Jade Helm. Okay. Jade Helm. If you haven't heard of it, you can look it up and it is right on the brink. It's on the fucking horizon. Okay. It's coming and it is scary. Okay. So again, you know, I like to get into weird, sh you know, weird shit. But when I heard about this and did some research, it was literally some really scary shit. Okay. So it's called Jade Helm 15. Okay. Now, Jade Helm 15 is a military exercise scheduled to take place July 15th, right? Right around the corner, right? And uh, it, it starts on July 15th and it ends on September 15th, okay? Some scary shit, right? Now, the military openly talks about this, okay? They talk about Jade Helm and they talk about it being a military drill, a mass, like huge military drill. Actually, the biggest one ever, all right? 
Now, that's a little scary, okay? The military openly talks about this exercise, but most of the details of this drill are, what's our favorite word on this show, right? Classified, okay? Classified, fucking bullshit, okay? It's a military exercise that we're not allowed to know about, right? So, what we do know, let's list off some shit that we do know, okay? What we do know, and because they told us, right, is that it involves moving special forces teams, a.k.a. trained fucking killers, right? Like murderous, scary fucking people. It, 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 it is about them. It's like strategically moving these trained killers into all these different states, okay? And these states include California, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas, okay? I have a lot of friends in all those states, okay? And I am worried for you, okay? Not to mention, I live in fucking Southern California. Some scary shit, okay? Now, what really made people trip on this was that the military put out a map right is very cryptic very uh sketchy right it's a map that doesn't say exactly what they're going to do but it shows the states involved now the scary thing about this map is uh on the map they labeled certain states mainly texas and they divided california so they they labeled texas and southern california were labeled hostile right hostile states okay which is fucking strange okay and then the other label the other states are labeled permissive hmm right it's it's all very weird why the fuck is texas and southern california labeled hostile right i'm not hostile uh i know a lot of people here that are just chilling right trying to do their own thing but anyways the scary part is along with mobilizing all these special forces, the military, right, has been seen moving all these crazy weapons, right? There, there, there's a million videos and pictures of the military, these giant military caravans fucking cruising down the freeway with like crowd control fucking uh, weapons with um, like those uh, f sound frequency weapons that they point fucking these low frequencies at you and make you fucking puke and shit. And uh, they have microwave weapons that get you all hot inside, and you could die from that shit. And to be even scarier, there's been trucks with missiles on them, all right? Fucking flying down the freeway in these huge military caravans. There's pictures of it all over the place. Now, a lot of people are tying this to the closing of a bunch of Walmarts, all right? Now, in all in these states, okay, and, and, and people are putting the pieces together, and I'm one of them, all right? And now you motherfuckers are one of them, too. Again, information, awareness, all right? So, oh, the third part of that triangle is connecting the fucking dots, all right? You, you, it's up to you. It's up to us, right? We got to connect these dots and be aware, right? So, if you haven't heard about the Walmart thing, it's really weird, okay? Now, Walmarts all over these areas are closing down. All over the U.S., in fact. They're closing down, all right? And they're emptying out all the shit out of these Walmarts. They basically have these huge empty stores, and they're putting up these huge barbed wire fences around them, all right? There's a lot of pictures. Go look that shit up, okay? Um, and apparently the military says they're going to use them for store supplies, right? So that's even scarier that the military is saying straight up, we're going to use this shit for Jade Helm, right? But a lot of people don't believe that shit. They look a lot like FEMA camps, okay? Now, FEMA stands for Federal Emergency Management Agency, right? Sketchy. And they are in charge of coordinating a response to any number of disasters, including an invasion, right? 
or like natural disasters, right? Now, if you didn't know this, this is fucking gnarly, okay? Our boy, Obama, your boy, not my boy. No, he, you know, he's all right, whatever. Uh, he's handsome and shit, but like, I don't know about, you know, giving him all his power. But our boy, Obama, has ordered for FEMA camps to be built all over the U.S. Look it up. It's there, right? The information's out there. What's that, like, that movie Heat where he says, like, oh, bro, the information's out there. You just got to know how to grab it. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's, that's what this shit is, right? So Obama has ordered for FEMA camps to be built all over the U.S., and he wants it done quietly, right? He has said that they're mainly for the overflow of prisoners, right? And they're for uh, holding, like, the most dangerous people from Guantanamo Bay, right? But all I'm going to say is, bruh, I know what the fuck you're up to, right? Because this shit's all scary, right? It's sketchy as fuck. And I don't believe none of that shit you're saying, okay? Now, this has a lot of people tripping on both sides, all right? On both sides of the U.S. A bunch of left-wing fools are obviously like, what the fuck? But the crazy part is even the Republicans are tripping, right? Texas senator and presidential candidate fucking Ted Cruz even said he was tripping so hard that he contacted the Pentagon about it. He's like, what the fuck? And he asked about it, and the Pentagon told him the same shit. They were just like, nah, it's just a drill. Like, don't worry, it's classified. Fucking bullshit, all right? Also, the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, he ordered the Texas State Guard to monitor the exercise. He's so he's tripping so hard. He's like, hey, you motherfuckers, watch this, all right? And, like, a lot of people in Texas are tripping about this because Texas is one big ass. On that map, there's a little sliver of Southern California labeled red, right? Hostile. But then one big ass texas state all red says hostile that's fucking weird dude and it's not cool i got a lot of friends in texas you know what i'm saying like like they need to calm down with that shit now a lot of people think that this is all like some preparation for martial law right when the military takes over the military is the fucking authority right kind of already is that but martial law is straight up tanks in the fucking street dude and that's not cool and it's a uh, it's a uh, curfews for everybody and just basically gives the military all this power to govern the people right that doesn't sound free to me right it's not a free country motherfucker. motherfucker um but yeah so a lot of people think that this might be some preparation for martial law in response to an ep economic collapse okay now there's a lot of things going on in the world right that could you know maybe who knows cause an economic collapse i know china is tripping on the u.s really hard talking about our money how they don't like it right and fucking russia we already talked about russia those fools don't fuck with us at all economic collapse is very possible okay now what happens in economic collapse uh chaos right people start tripping people start robbing people people start blah 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 it's it's like a big fucking war zone right and that's what we don't want but so some people think it's like a part of this economic collapse some people have said that they're speculating it's like in preparation for this asteroid collision okay again i'm not a fear monger all right i'm not scared okay if an asteroid's coming for earth we're all fucked all right so there's nothing we can do uh but just you know write it out and fucking vaporize right but i don't believe that shit all right i dug really hard for this asteroid thing right and i did find some shit that said an asteroid is gonna hit us on fucking july 29th but it's all fucking bullshit man you know i found all those articles about asteroid but i when you dig deep it's just religious fucking propaganda dude like it was all like some fucking prediction of this like christian fucking dude that said uh you know the reckoning is upon us july 29th because there's a two and a half mile wide asteroid coming for us man it's fucking bullshit although i will say that 
it seems to me that if an asteroid was coming for us, right, what would prevent like total chaos before it hit us? Silence, right? Nobody would tell anybody, right? So, you know, I'll let you ponder over that for a while. Again, I'm not tripping. Um, I'm just going to keep doing my thing until a fucking asteroid hits us, you know, which is going to happen one day. Hopefully I won't be here. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'll be off in space or some shit, you know, like traveling, whatever. All this shit basically adds up to like me being scared of the government, right? Like those motherfuckers, it's, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, like Obama has done some really sketchy shit and it seems like the high powered elite is getting ready to fucking leave us. Okay. Oh, this is another thing. I heard this guy. Okay. I love this motherfucker. His name's Douglas Dietrich. All right. He's crazy. Right. But he did make a good point. Okay. I listened to this fool in an interview and he was talking about shit like the hunger games, like all these, uh, apocalyptic, like scenarios in the media, right? Zombie shit. Zombies are fucking everywhere, right? And it, he he was like, "What what do you think the the media who's funded, you know, if follow the fucking money, it all goes back to the government somewhere, right? But the media is preparing you for a time when the government is not there for you, right? The higher powered elite fucking goes away, and then people are here to fucking fend for themselves and plum, plummets into fucking chaos, blah blah blah, right? So so." I believe that shit. I think that the high-powered elite, A, doesn't give a fuck about us, and B, wants to use us for their own agenda to, like, profit and fucking live like fat rats. It might be the X-Files thing, right? Uh, Where, you know, the high-powered elite made a deal with aliens, so they would clone a certain amount of people. That's why abductions happen, and they would fucking... uh, So so that small amount of high-powered elite would survive once the alien apocalypse happens, right? Um, I don't know if it's true. Uh, I like it, right? I like the idea of it, uh, but hopefully I don't get fucking killed in it, and hopefully you don't either, because I love you with all my heart, okay? But anyways, so real quick, I want to say before, if you know, if you decide to research this on yourself, there's one fool I'm going to say. I don't ever do this. I don't slander people, okay? I do say I don't trust you, and I don't trust fucking anybody, okay? I don't trust any media source, but I will say this. Alex Jones, right? If you're going to, uh, Alex Jones is some entry-level fucking conspiracy 101 shit, right? Now, Alex Jones is the first motherfucker I don't trust on this planet, right? Because again, follow the money. That motherfucker is funded by the government. Okay. And he's a fear mongering asshole, right? So if you do, I just want to throw that out there. If you do decide to research this on yourself, just fucking stay away from Alex Jones. Cause he's a fucking dickhead and he's, uh, the definition of fear mongering. Uh, so yeah, anyways, fuck that guy. So I do, I think this is sketchy. The whole Jade Helm thing. Yes. Do I think the high powered elite would love to have martial law? absolutely right do i think an asteroid is headed for us i don't know right i'm not gonna say yes or no because i don't fucking know i don't even own a telescope right but uh it's all scary and i'm hoping that if they do try to put us in fema camps you know like everyone just follows me right because i'm a shifty motherfucker and i'm down to lead a rebellion i'm just telling you this right now okay if if this shit does happen uh find me okay i'm down to lead a rebellion so we can escape Meet me at my spot, right? And we dip into the woods somewhere, right? We've all seen fucking Red Dawn, okay? Like, shit's crazy. I'm fucking Patrick Swayze, right? So follow me, motherfucker. Follow me. Okay, anyways, that's Jade Helm 15, right? Some scary shit. I want you to keep digging, right? And it's on the brink of happening. It happens in fucking, what, a week? A week from today, right? For me. 
uh, less than a week for you because you get this later, all right? It's weird how fucking time works, right? Okay, anyways, that is the fucking news, okay? I hope you guys got some information about it, and I would love your feedback. Let me know how you feel about it, okay? Uh, I think current events are fucking amazing. I love listening to them, and uh, I love laughing at them because I don't believe half the shit, but this shit with Russia and Ukraine and Greece, this is all unfolding in front of our eyes, okay? And history happens every moment, okay? And 30 years from now, they're going to be talking about this, right? You know, 40 years from now, they're going to be talking about Greece. 50 years from now, they're going to be talking about, fuck, if we're around because of this fucking huge World War III, you know, whatever the fuck. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm going to say on record, I don't think World War III is going to happen, okay? I don't think so. But a lot of shit would have to happen, right? And, and, and you know, there's this thing that the all these countries in the world understand, right, that if one country fires a fucking nuke, okay, you're instantly dead. You're instantly getting a nuke fired back at you, okay? Every that's that's a known thing. So it will take a lot for World War 3 to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I just love this information. Okay? Again, 50 years from now they're going to be talking about what's going on right now. This is history. This is a crazy time in the world, but all the time is crazy time in the world, you know? Our only job is to be informed, okay? I like being informed. I hope you like being informed. And and together, we're all smart as fuck, right? Okay. So, that was the news. I really appreciate you guys dealing with my bullshit, okay? And now we're going to move on to some more songs picked by our dog, Mark Gagne, okay? This next song is Source Direct with Secret Liaison. Fuck with it. Bye. 
All right, that was Source Direct with Secret Liaison, uh, and after that was Helena Hoff with For I Am Dead. Um, all right, usual, real quick, before we get to the interview, uh, hit me up, talkfulradio, gmail.com. Um, working on a lot of cool shit right now. Oh, yeah, hit me up on Twitter. Always forget that shit. Hit me up on Twitter, uh, talkfulSLC, talkfulradio, whatever the fuck. Okay, working on a lot of cool shit right now. Uh, I'm going to work on this... Uh, like Squarespace website so you guys can fucking download it. I want to get like a little area for like visual art uh and we can change that shit out. Uh got a couple like t-shirts in the works which will be fucking tight and uh you know damn well they're going to say uh, I know what you're up to, all right? So uh yeah, there's going to be a lot of cool shit coming up in the future um and I'm working on all of it. So give me a little bit of time, give me your fucking patience and uh, calm the fuck down, all right? Um okay. So, before this interview starts, Mark uh, has a new tape coming out on Ascetic House called Granite Mask, and uh, let me tell you, it's fucking sick, alright? I've been listening to it a lot, it's hella tight, I can't wait for it to be out there, um, and he sent me some new songs, or he sent me, yeah, he sent me some new songs to play here, so before the interview, we're gonna play the first song off his new tape called Reflection, all right? So fuck with this, and then on the other side of this, fuck with me and Mark, all right? And, uh, and we'll fuck with you too, all right? Cool. I've known this fool Mark Gagne for a long time now, and unlike the endless ridiculous conspiracy shit I sift through, this fool is the definition of real. Besides having the tightest taste in music, which is why he's the first to curate a show, he also writes some of the tightest shit, which is why I played Granite Mask on one of the first episodes. Whether he's spin-kicking a fool or being a dark prince behind the synths, you know whatever this fool is about to put out is going to be tight as fuck. Please welcome my fucking dog and the handsome brain behind Granite Mask and Mortal Bodies, Mark Gagne. 
Morgana, what's up, dog? How's it going, man? How are you? I'm chilling, dude. Um, you guys will definitely remember Mark from Granite Mask. Uh, he curated the songs on a couple episodes ago. Uh, I played some shit of his before, and yeah, man, I'm stoked you're on here, dude. Thank you very much, man. Uh, I'm stoked that you had me on here. Thank yeah, you. yeah, fuck yeah. Mark's been tight as fuck, uh, been a total supporter of Talkful ever since the beginning, and so I'm super stoked to have this full on here. And yeah, it's just, uh, um, we're just kicking it full. Uh, so what's up with you? How you been? I've been good, man. Been really busy working on tunes, working a lot. Yeah. You know, just doing my thing. So you got Granite Mask and you got Mortal Bodies. And yes. then are you, is there anything else you're doing right now? Uh, there's a, also like an ambient project that I've been working on. Um, doesn't really have a name yet, but uh, I have a tape coming out on this label, Night Gaunt Recordings. Sick. Yeah. Very tight. It's just about done. I just have to like finish it up and shit. But Hell yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah, man. Um. I know that you've been in a lot of different shit. I know I know you through hardcore bands and shit. Used to play shows and shit together. Um, but yeah, just give me like a background of your music, your music life and shit. So how you got to where you are now. Um, well, I didn't start playing in bands. I played in like a shitty band when I was in high school. And <laughs> Same. Like, man, it was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I played bass. I just kind of, like, taught myself bass. Um, I just, like, picked up a shitty, like, uh, bass guitar at, like, a fucking pawn shop. Mm -hmm. And I just started playing along to, like, you know, Ramon songs or whatever, you know, just learning the basic shit. Tight. Played in, like, a <laughs> shitty hardcore band for a minute. And after that, I didn't really do much. And then in my mid-20s, I got asked to join some bands when I was living in the Bay Area. And that was cool. Like, I got to play in some cool bands, put out records, tour. And after, uh, after a couple of years, I um, when my la the last band I played in, when that was kind of ending, I really just wanted to play. I really just wanted to make music by myself. Dude, I feel that so hard. And uh, <clears throat> basically, I was listening to a lot of electronic music, mm -hmm. a lot of like just weird shit, but I didn't know how it was made. It didn't under like I didn't know anyone that really made electronic music, mm -hmm. uh, so I just like I had a couple friends who were DJs. They like DJed like dubstep and like house and shit like that, and they were just like, "Dude, just get Ableton. You can do a lot." And I didn't know what it was. Yeah. So that's basically it. I just I got Ableton and just fucked around on it, and that's how Granite Mass started. That's tight. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I know that feeling so hard. I remember being. <clears throat> in the back of the fucking van on tour and being like, dude, I want to be in a band by myself so bad yeah. and just like make every decision for my band by myself. And, you know, yeah. and like, and that's, like, that's really where it came. That's really how it all started. Like, I, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love playing in all the bands I was in and I had a great time, but I saw like my friends that were DJing and stuff. And I was like, so envious of how like, they they could just go play a show by themselves. Yeah, they could just go on tour like solo and like same with could, a fucking backpack or something. You know, with like, like literally nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. Dude, yeah. And I was just like, damn, I want to, I want to do that. I want to like have some shit set up in my room and just go at it anytime I want. Yeah, I don't. And <clears throat> I think yeah, that had a lot to do with it too. It's just like timing, just like working on shit whenever you want, not like 
every Tuesday at nine o'clock. Like it's band practice. Like, yeah. You know what? Maybe next Tuesday I might not want to fucking play music. Yeah, Maybe yeah. I want to watch Netflix yeah. and like have a beer. Yeah, yeah. So that it was just I was like, man, I want to play music by myself, and that's that's really <clears> where it all came from. It wasn't. It wasn't so much like, oh, I just started getting into like techno and going to like these shows and hanging out in this scene when wanting to be part of it. Like I didn't do that at all. Yeah. It was just like, I just want to play music by myself. Yeah. That's really tight. I remember, <clears throat> I remember being in the back of the van and like wanting to do that because we toured so fucking much, dude. And I was like, yeah. I need to do something that I, I need to, I want to make music that I can make like in the back of this van. Yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah, I downloaded the fucking MPC app on my iPad and I was like oh, hell yeah. making all these beats on it. I was like, damn, this is fucking tight as fuck. In retrospect, I wish I would have bought like a cheaper uh, sampler, you know, and maybe yeah. just run it through Ableton. But I was like, I don't know. Sh I didn't know shit about that kind of stuff. And yeah. I was like, well, I use the MPC app, so I'm going to buy the fucking MPC and spent fucking like 400 bucks on it. Yeah. And I was like, shit. I've never used that. I'm not sure. <clears throat> what it's tight. Yeah. I, I hell like it. Now, now I hell like it. You know, in retrospect, I could have got like a fucking shitty like Korg sampler and just run it through Ableton. But it's all good. I hell like it. And, yeah. and I spent the 400 bucks. Whatever so works like, for you, man. Doesn't, exactly. It doesn't matter what. Yeah. yeah. What was like, uh, <clears throat> so what was like transitioning from like a hardcore band into, into like what you do now? Was that like a uh, super smooth for you personally? Or was it just like, you were just like, fuck it. I just want to start making this different kind of music. And you just like dropped it and did it. Well, <clears throat> it wasn't, I would say for like the first year that I was like trying to do granite mass shit no one even knew that i did it i yeah. never talked about it no one ever even like my good friends didn't even know just because i i just it was just something i did it like for fun mm -hmm. and at that time it's like a lot of hardcore kids really looked down on like electronic music yeah it was like, yeah. It was like something that was like under them like mm -hmm. oh you do that <laughs> that's that's yeah, cool like yeah, yeah. fucking loser you know yeah <laughs> and uh so i was just like you know i'll just like my good friends, some of my good friends knew and I like I showed it to them, but I just kind of kept it to myself. And uh, and yeah, basically it was just like once I stopped playing in like hardcore bands, I'd never I didn't care to start new bands. So mm -hmm. I didn't really. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah I, I guess it wasn't even really that big of a thing. Yeah. It was just whatever. How did you meet the the aesthetic house guys and shit? Um, I met Jess a long time ago. He was, he was booking a lot of shows in Phoenix. It was in, he was in like Tempe SS and shit. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. he played in a band called Avon Ladies. Oh we yeah, like one Dude, of my favorites. Yeah, that band's a fucking. Tight. And basically, we we just used to both book our bands. Like when he anytime <clears throat> they would come up to SF, I'd book them. Anytime I'd go to Phoenix, they'd book us. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I I randomly hit him up because um I saw that he was booking a lot of shows. And actually, he used to have this website. I don't think it's up anymore, where it was like an archive of all the flyers he used to make. What, dude? He used to make like the sickest looking punk flyers. That's tight. Like, I I wish he still had it up, but like that it was. I was like, dude, who is this dude? This, yeah, this, this yeah. looks crazy. He's a little conundrum, dude. Like yeah. he just does all this. And this crazy was like this shit. was a long time ago. This yeah. was a while ago. <clears throat> and I just remember, like, you know, he booked one of my bands in phoenix and like we just always kept in touch and like you know destruction unit like a avon ladies mm -hmm. like 
they they would just come up to the bay like whenever yeah yeah i remember when avon ladies was in the bay a bunch and shit like that whole little era of like oakland punk when it was like yeah. really tight <clears throat> and then it's like now it's really not <laughs> yeah but yeah um so does like your does like your tendencies that you had from bands from being in all those bands and stuff does that ever transfer over in your like songwriting now do you ever like pull aspects of when you're in a band to like write your music now <clears throat> or is it just a different approach it's the complete opposite yeah yeah like the complete opposite and i mean like i guess i can say this about like pretty much most hardcore it's it's re redoing the past it's uh -huh. like recreating like the golden era of hardcore totally and it's like you know what i'm 100 percent guilty of it like yeah, when i yeah, played yeah. in bands and i like i would just play this most simplest but most uh i don't know i would just try to play like early 80s fucking mm -hmm. hardcore you yeah know what yeah I mean? totally and <clears throat> yeah it was just i all the bands I played in, all the bands I liked and that I still like, it's just, it's recreating the past. Totally. And with electronic music, there's, it, I just, it, I'm trying to do new stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to just like experiment with like the sounds and like the instruments and like the arrangements and do something like new. Yeah. And it's cool because a lot of the stuff I listen to now, it's, I think a lot of people are catching on, on to that. that yeah yeah that's what i thought about it too i remember when i like <clears throat> i think i sent you those like noise recordings that i, I would do yeah. in my room and me and will my roommate would do and like i remember being like dude this is so crazy like there is absolutely no rules that i have to follow exactly and there's and it's like with this with this sampler like it's it's literally every instrument ever in the world and i can make it into whatever i want and it's yeah. like there is not one rule that i have to do and then yeah when i was like when i would listen to like white house and shit i would be like they don't give a fuck about yeah. any sort of like structure <laughs> any sort of like rule and it was yeah. the same thing that you're talking about dude like and that was my thing <clears throat> with like a lot of art dude i think a lot of art it's like the the parthenon argument you know like yeah. the parthenon was one of the most built like beautiful buildings ever created thousands of fucking years ago you know yeah. <laughs> and now all those like you know marble columns have turned into like steel columns you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's just recreated for like a new time yeah. and dude that's a total good way yeah. to look at it it's, and, it's unfortunate too because like i mean don't get me <clears throat> wrong like i still love hardcore and punk i yeah. listen to it all the time i keep up with it and i follow it i think the quality of the shit coming out right now is maybe not yeah. at its best yeah. but um <laughs> but man it's just like all like rock based music mm -hmm. it's it's just it's all doing something that's been done a million times yeah and yeah. it's unfortunate like because the bands that i like they're it that's what they're doing absolutely and yeah it's really hard to escape it now yeah. it was it was something that i was like thinking about a lot too like it, once i you know was at the end of my like playing in like the last band i was in it, it was something that was it was just going through my mind a lot it was mm -hmm. just like I was dabbling around with like electronic stuff, not knowing what I was doing, but it was kind of, like I didn't have, I didn't understand like song structure and, you know, the way things are supposed to be like arranged as far as like a dance song goes. I didn't know any of that stuff. So yeah. I just started fucking around and 
like I felt good about it, you know? Yeah, totally. I'm kind of like that too. Structure was always like a pretty hard thing for me, dude. Cause yeah. it was always like, Oh, I have a, like a verse and I have a, I have an intro, I have a verse, I have a chorus and then I have a verse and then I'm just going to end the fucking yeah. song. And the thing is, if you're in a hardcore band and you don't do that, yeah. you're, you're an yeah. idiot. Like, People don't like you. Yeah. You're yeah. going to be like, Oh, what is this? Screamo? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you yeah. have to do that. It sucks. But. Yeah. It's totally like, restri- it's restricting as fuck, dude. Yeah. And and people can do it like really amazing yeah. in that formula. But it, like you're saying, it's still but in that But the cool formula. thing, I, I remember I had a conversation with uh, this dude, Carl, in, in San Francisco one night. Mm-hmm. We were, He's just like this record nerd. Like mm-hmm. he knows everything about fucking hardcore and punk and oi. And we were talking and he, he made this point. He was like, dude, it's really hard to write a good hardcore song. Like, it's mm-hmm. hard. And I was like, yeah. He's like, to, to take that, like, simple structure of just, like, three-chord <clears throat> fucking, totally. you know, and, like, do something interesting with it, like, that's that's hard to do. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And I, I think that about a lot of shit, too, including, yeah. like, when, when I would go to a noise show, dude, I would be like, this is, like, it fits what everybody does with noise, but it's like really shitty, you know? (laughs) And it's like, so it's like, Oh, it is really possible to write a really great noise song or a drone song or whatever the fuck, you know? And I would be like, Oh, okay. So that's why I liked it, you know? Cause you're creating this atmosphere and you do. Cause a lot of people are like, Oh, it's fucking noise show. It's like, not a fool. Like it is so easy to suck at doing that, you know? And it's annoying. It's annoying. And the same thing, dude. Yeah, you're right. It's like, it's really hard to fucking write something simple. And yeah. simplicity for me is like, dude, I've talked about this before. Like the hardest thing for me is to just stop doing something. You yeah. know, like I'll work on a song and I could just keep adding shit. And then it's like, but it sounds better when it's just simple and like done well. Oh, know? yeah, for sure. And that's annoying as fuck to me. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I definitely have noticed that you are like really fucking knowledgeable about your equipment. And like... And, and I've talked to you. I play it off to be. I'm not. No, I mean, shit, dude. I've talked to you about stuff. And when me and Ryan were talking from Youth Code, we were like, I was like, listen to you guys talk. And I was like, man. We're talking some nerdy language. That yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but I was wondering, is that something that like, ha- have you always been like that with your equipment, even in bands? And, and now have you always been like a stickler for your equipment? Or, or is that something you developed as you like? I don't know, evolved your music taste and writing or is it, have you just always been like that? No, that's a totally new thing. Like really? honestly, man, like I'll, I'll give it to you straight. I don't even know how to fucking play guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I can like barely play power chords. Yeah, like I'm yeah. not kidding. <laughs> I am. I think I can write a decent, you know, punk song every once in a while, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to fucking <clears throat> play guitar. Yeah. If you told me to play like a C right now, I don't know where to put my fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> tell me to like put my top finger on like the third fret. Yeah, and, like, yeah, it's all good. And like, <laughs> I'll figure it out. But yeah, yeah, totally. I don't know shit about music, about music structure, like compositions, any, I don't know any of that shit. And, the, and like, I just don't, I didn't care. I didn't care about gear. I didn't care about like, about any of that stuff. And you know, transitioning into, well, go, yeah. So I didn't care about that shit because all I wanted to do is just make fucking stupid power chords. Mm-hmm. So I didn't need anything crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I never touched a delay pedal or like a fucking flanger. Like, yeah, yeah. No. I just <laughs> yeah. like took like a shitty like bot like fucking MXR distortion pedal. And yeah. Like, called it a day. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But transitioning into electronic music, I kept it super basic for a long time. Mm -hmm. I had a couple simple things and I hooked it all up into Ableton, just like basic, basic shit. Mm -hmm. But lately I've, I got a Eurorack modular system Mm -hmm. and that made me, that kind of changed the game and like Mm -hmm. made me want to like research more and like learn more about like, you know, how shit works and how shit is like synced up and Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's it's definitely like, to answer your question, it's more of a recent thing. Like I've just started like getting into that yeah i always fall into like some weird middle ground because like i i was talking this with tony molina like i don't need expensive equipment because i can pull tones out of something i guess more when it comes like guitar shit but like i do have this like really great appreciation for like nice equipment because but i just never been able to afford it so i was always like bitter like fucking fuck gear worship like blah blah blah. but yeah the thing with electronic music is like I would, it was very basic. Like I had a synth and I would hit like some like bass synth shit and I'd be like, oh, that sounds way less powerful than this. And then I would hit it and I'd be like, damn, that sounds tight as fuck. And that's <laughs> yeah. like all I would go off of. And yeah, it's like, I guess it is like you get some, like you get what you pay for shit. <clears throat> but um, I'm a big fan of like finding those like secret, like fucking cheap gear yeah. and shit. And it, they're out there. I, I mean, I'll be honest. I spent a lot of money. I have, I sold mm-hmm. a lot of shit and sacrificed a lot to mm-hmm. like buy stupid ass fucking gear yeah, like, yeah. ridiculously expensive yeah shit. also for me dude i'm scared to do that because i'm i'm totally down to do that yeah. I, I, have the, I have the mpc and like just some other shit but like i know that once i do like oh, it's a black hole you're gonna exactly. be you're gonna fucking yeah yeah, yeah it's dude it'll like thousands thousand dollars will go away yeah tons of money but uh yeah that's so funny so what are some differences like good and bad with like touring or just shows? Like what are some differences that you like, like or dislike between your two eras of music that you were in? Um, I guess, I mean, I haven't really played that many shows like Mm -hmm. electronics kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. but, uh, they've been cool. Um, I guess with like punk and hardcore, it's like you just show up, you, sometimes have your gear with you like yeah sometimes you don't <laughs> yeah, like, yeah with my old band we d- f- fucking never brought amps or anything like, yeah it just borrowed yeah yeah totally. all the time even in like san francisco yeah <laughs> you know, I, like, I don't want to fucking put this in a cab and like, yeah go, you know yeah, yeah so it was just like show up plug in and like maybe sound check like most likely not yeah and that, that's it and then pack up so it was pretty easy and like it was pretty fun because it I mean, with punk and hardcore, it's not really so much about sounding like the best you can. It's more about like just having a cool show and like Mm -hmm. having to be like Like an energy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But with electronic stuff, it's all about like the sound and like it. it, A lot more goes into it. Yeah, totally. Um, All the shows I've played have been cool. Some of them been a little rocky, like. Yeah, it's been it, it definitely a lot more preparation goes into it, a lot yeah. more setting up and making sure like the sound is right. Yeah, it feels to me too like a lot, dude. It's like it's more stressful, dude, because I'm oh, so it's so fucking stressful. Yeah, I'm so easy with like oh this like guitar amp I've I played a million fucking guitar and bass amps, dude, and it's yeah. like if if it just cuts out, it's like fucking this amp's fucked or like my you know it's just easy to troubleshoot on the spot. Yeah. But man, seeing like a huge rack or like a table set up, like fuck, dude. I don't, I yeah. don't know. That shit's like. Well, it's it's weird. Like a lot of I've played <clears throat> each show like completely different. Mm-hmm. 
And the last show I played, I did it all just like synced everything up. Mm -hmm. Like, was that the oh, was that the vacation one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was actually one of the funnest shows I've played, even though it was like small and mellow. But I just, I basically took the Eurorack and synced it up to this like master clock pedal. And the master clock pedal just like controlled everything. That's sick. And I didn't even really have a set like plan for the mm-hmm. set. I just like kind of just winged it, yeah, and it sounded and it, and it sounded cool. And yeah, but the thing is, if one little thing wasn't like hooked yeah. up properly, it could have all like gone to shit. Yeah, you know? just fucked up. Yeah. yeah. So it it's... took a while to set up and make sure everything was like yeah. linked up. Yeah, totally, man. Um. So what are your favorite? Uh... Like without going through, you don't have mm. to go through your whole thing. But like, what are some of your favorite like parts of your setup that you have right now? Uh, oh, well, you did say it's the, all different sometimes. Well, right? yeah, the Euro rack definitely is like that's where most of the sound comes from. That's tight. Whether or not I put <clears throat> it in like Ableton and fuck with it or not, like mm-hmm. most of the sound comes from that. Mm-hmm. And basically, I don't know most people probably don't know what it. Is. It's like a modular synthesizer. It doesn't have a keyboard. Mm-hmm. but it has all the components of a synthesizer yeah. and more mm-hmm. and the thing about it is you can you can hook everything up to each other mm-hmm. through like control voltages so you can have different things affect like you know the oscillator or the yeah. filter i don't That's know I'm, I'm getting like too nerdy here but yeah whatever dude it's all but good. uh but yeah it's just you can do there's just unlimited possibilities yeah that's tight as fuck yeah. I know I know one thing for me was like you talked about like changing your setup and shit yeah. like I remember when I was doing all this like noise and shit it's okay so I was like it was really hard for me to like focus on like any electronic shit I was making right and I noticed out of nowhere that it was because like I every time I would like set my shit up in my room it would be different right oh, yeah. and i was like fuck that's what it is like i need to literally i went to so like sometimes a that's good really yeah yeah for me dude it was like it was like i need to like be able to focus with my equipment you know it's like my pedals and my guitar are always the same yeah. you know and so that's how i write music like do you do that shit like is at home do you do you does it always switch up for you and it, shit? it always switches up and i do this new thing where most people don't do this they have mm-hmm. your rack most people that i've talked to they always leave everything patched together so they kind of know where to... Yeah, yeah. Anytime I'm done using it, I unpatch everything. Crazy. So I start from scratch every time. Wow. Um, and that just... it Well, it's like it helps me learn the gear more. And mm-hmm. also just like... It's like a blank canvas. You know what totally. I mean? I can just do whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, there's and if just something like, sounds cool, I can just fucking put it in Ableton. And yeah. like, I have it forever. Yeah, that's tight. You know? And then I can unpatch it. and. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a really tight idea, actually. Yeah, for me, dude, I was like, I'm going to draw. I love diagrams. So I like went to a coffee shop and took a ruler and like drew a diagram of my setup. And I was like, all right, it's going to be like that every fucking time. And then I just like, when I moved here, I was like super stoked to get a table and just have everything set up in my room all the time. And then it's all in my practice space now. And I was like, fuck. So it's not even here anymore. Yeah. Um, So this shit fucking like... I don't even know if you remember this, but me and you were at a show and you, we were talking about like what you got coming up. Right. And you were like, Oh dude, I'm sitting on like 70 fucking songs right now. Oh yeah. And I was like, in my mind, I was just like, you know, outwardly I was like, damn, that's crazy. But in my mind I was like, 
fuck dude that's so crazy to me right i didn't say they were good songs no yeah i, like, I know and yeah. for me it's like i'm sitting on like 20 like things that i don't know if i'll ever use you know yeah. and like but i was like dude that is it for me it was kind of like that's what i needed to do like i need to just always have shit my yeah. problem is deleting shit like i just delete shit if i don't yeah. like it i do that too though yeah. yeah but okay so what do you like like what do you try to do to stay that productive do you do it on a reg like do you try to work on like a regular basis or is it just when you're feeling it and you happen to feel it a lot or is like what do you do to stay productive like that man it's just whenever i'm feeling it i don't really have a set like Mm -hmm. time like i don't i don't like to go out on the weekends that much Mm -hmm. so i like to stay in on fridays and saturday nights and Mm -hmm. like work on tune and sometimes you know you get fucking It'll be six in the morning and yeah. you're like, it's like the sun's coming up and you're like twisting knobs. Yeah, like, yeah. fuck, I'm, I need to go to bed. Yeah. This, is, this is like gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> It's yeah. actually like, no, no, but we were like, when I was telling you that basically when I was working on this tape for Ascetic House that's coming out, mm-hmm. I have a tape coming out like next week on Ascetic House, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I started working on that when my last tape came out last January as oh, part cool. of this like January program. I don't know if, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Where they just kept releasing stuff every, yeah. Yeah. yeah every day for a month. So when, yeah. after, when my tape came out for that, I just like caught this, like, I don't know. I was just like on a roll. I was just like pumping out tracks. I was That's like, tired. Oh, I'm going to, my next shit's going to be fucking even better. You know? Mm-hmm. And like months went by and I had like, I had a good amount of tracks mm-hmm. and I realized I was going through them all. and like, a lot of these sound cool, but they're not really me. Like mm-hmm. a lot of them were just like straight up like techno kind of dance floor tracks, mm-hmm. which is cool and like I like that, but it wasn't really me. And I kind of just like left them. Yeah. And some of them I went back to and like revisited and like worked on it a little. But a lot of them I just like they're just like sitting, you know. Mm-hmm. They're not totally. Yeah. And so when they were like, "Hey, you need to send your songs in for this tape," mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, I'm gonna pick." the best shit that like f- goes together as a release you know what i yeah. mean i want it to like f- <clears throat> i want it to feel like a full length like cassette release totally yeah yeah so it's i mean you heard it i don't know if you yeah. heard the whole thing yeah yeah, yeah. it's I a little all over the place yeah yeah and totally. I, I did it like that on purpose Sick. so a lot of the songs that i'm sitting like these 70 songs that i'm not using mm-hmm. a lot of them are more like just like four four like dance floor tracks yeah or whatever that's tight yeah, yeah that's that's cool man that seems like so do you just like do you plan on revisiting them or you do you pull stuff from them and like see what you like from from them? that no i yeah. i'm not gonna revisit you just that. fucking it, you yeah. just have them practice yeah. yeah totally um so on the other end of that question right like like <clears throat> i had a friend once tell me because i was like tripping that i wasn't being productive enough and shit and then that would make me like trip even more and make me not this is hella stupid just yeah. fucking stupid <laughs> yeah, shit yeah but like one of my friends is like full um my friend Meredith was like full like being like real, like calming your fucking mind and like not doing stuff is totally a part of being productive so yeah. you can relax your shit and then get back to it like do you have something to like just kind of gather yourself or like or like in that aspect like rest and like do you have something to like as maybe like just a release from writing music to to keep you going yeah i mean i honestly i haven't worked i should be like trying to finish this one tape mm-hmm. uh with my other project 
but I've been picking at it like a little bit here and then. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, sometimes I'm just not in the mood. You yeah. Know? I got to yeah, yeah. be in like the right mindset. And yeah. But yeah, I just, I don't know. Whenever it feels good, I just cool. go for it. Um. So yeah, like what, what do you feel like granite mask or mortal body or whatever you do? Like, do you feel like, what do you feel like that's going to do in the future? Like, where do you feel like your music will go from here? Do you see it evolving into something new or, or like what, like, or just flowing with what you do? Like, what do you see your music or just Mark's music altogether just doing in the future? Um, well, with granite mask, I just got asked to do a 12 inch, which is odd. like, I never, ever would have, thought of that like yeah. two years like i never thought that would happen like when yeah, i started that's you know tight I mean? as fuck uh i don't really know if i can go into detail about it mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm gonna be i have been working on that a little bit cool so hopefully in the next like month or two i'll have like four songs ready to go for that sick so that's like putting out a 12 inches like i just like i said i just never thought that, that would happen so yeah. that's that's awesome and hopefully continue to do more shit like that mm-hmm. and play just, you know, cool shows every now and then. Mm-hmm. And same thing with Mortal Bodies. Like, yeah, we want to tour and stuff, too. And like That's wanna, what I was going to ask you. Are yeah. you gonna, do you plan on touring and shit? Yeah, for sure. We, <clears throat> yeah, we have some weird uh, immigration issues right now. Oh, yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. well. Her yeah. visa, right? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, I play in this project and uh, the girl I play with she is not a u.s citizen yeah, so we yeah. gotta figure that out yeah that's annoying i yeah. was actually just talking to her about that on facebook yeah. she said i mean she it's all to, good like, it's just gonna take a minute just to yeah so totally. there's not really any point in like trying to plan that out. right now yeah. yeah 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 what about granite mask do you feel like you would like take that on tour ever or just uh, more... i don't know i mean yeah maybe yeah if just i got whatever. offered something cool maybe yeah yeah, yeah. But well, like I think of it as more of a studio project. Totally, like, yeah. I mean, playing shows is great. I love playing shows with my homies. Like mm-hmm. that's more that's like fun to me. Yeah. Um, I love yeah. that. I love that whole thing. That's why I love like I mean, I know the aesthetic house fools from like a different angle. Like we played shows with um with Destruction Unit a bunch. Yeah. You know, and like party with those dudes and like so that's sort of the angle that i i have with them but that i fucking love that whole aspect of that it's just a bunch of like dogs that like all work together and shit and like jess and nick are just like super fucking productive it's crazy it's insane yeah yeah and then i dude yeah and like jess's side thing is fucking tight and encapsulate is fucking hella tight yeah I saw Encapsulate like a few months ago and I was just like, fuck, fool. Yeah, he's a madman. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. And Marsh Stepper, I saw Marsh Stepper up in the Bay not even that long ago. I was like, this shit's crazy, dude. Yeah, I was at that show. Yeah, I yeah. think, right? Yeah, yeah I yeah. think so, yeah. yeah. The Elbow Room one? Yep. Yeah, very tight. <clears throat> um, So, I guess we just talked about this. Like, I was going to ask you if there's any other projects, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. Um, So, a big thing about this show is just like... Just like, cause I wanted to bring a lot of friends on that, like, no, that are just experienced with music or not even just music, just like a bunch of different art. Because I know through my band that there's just always these young fools that just have fucking questions. Like, you know, when we're on tour, there's a million fucking questions and I'm on tour. I'm not in the best state (laughs) to be answering questions like that, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And like, you know, I'm probably just really fucked up, but, um, do you have any like 
tips or advice or something that you would give to like some young fool that would like that is trying to do just this you know any sort of music or just tour in any sort of thing like yeah. like what does mark say you know um well the first thing i would say is don't listen to me because i don't yeah. really know what the <laughs> fuck i'm doing myself yeah yeah no but i don't know just like do what you want to do you know what i mean don't do something just because it's like cool and it's popular and you want to try to get in somewhere yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah, like totally what i've noticed is a lot especially here in la like there's a lot of younger kids that look up to this certain kind of subculture or subgenre mm -hmm. of like mm -hmm. industrial or techno or how, whatever it is and like oh i want to be part of that yeah so they'll start like a project and like it's just that mm -hmm. and i like i've told kids straight up like hey that's like just do you you know yeah, what i mean like totally like i don't know <clears throat> yeah uh another th i don't know man another thing that i've noticed about like la and the bay too is people hate 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 the use of laptops oh dude it's yeah. like it, it's like the worst thing you could ever yeah. say yeah i dude i kind of like when i first started doing this shit i like had that and it was totally subconscious dude and it was from just hanging out in the bay and like yeah. la and i was like well you know like like when i started taking this approach i was like well you know i'm like not gonna use a laptop like blah blah blah. and then out of nowhere i was just like fucking why <laughs> like, why yeah. yeah why am i not gonna good, do that fucking do it yeah like, exactly if, the way i look at it, it's like you're producing music and ha whatever is easiest for you and how you want it to sound like mm -hmm. just do it if yeah. you don't want to use one, like, cause you think it's stupid and you want to stick to like true, like analog gear being synced up to each other. That's cool. I get that. Mm -hmm. But like for me, I, I sometimes like to play with Ableton yeah. because you know yeah. what? I have a fuckload of fun with it. Yeah. It's fucking easy. <laughs> yeah. That's, and I'm so happy like, you said that. Yeah. Dude. And I, oh, man, you have no idea some of the comments I've got and some, dude, you have no idea. Really? I remember I played this show. <laughs> Oh, I booked this show in the Bay in San Francisco a few years ago. And this is like right when my first like shitty tape came out. Uh. You know, a couple, you know, a couple cool guys in this like cool band who you and I both know. We were talking about it and they were like, oh, yeah, I heard you're doing this like project or I'm like, yeah, you know, and like, yeah, what kind of like, how, what are you using? You know, mm -hmm. and I, I told them, I'm like, you know, I have this and that. And like, basically, I just arranged it all in Ableton. And one of them said, Oh, you use a laptop? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cheating. Dude. And I was just like, cheating? Like, yeah. Like, actually, <laughs> let me hear your track. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, what? Totally. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. You it's like, like, shut the fuck up. A laptop does not like write my fucking music for me. Yeah. You know? It's super annoying, dude. I yeah, totally so agree. That like, always, that like made me want to use it even more. Yeah. And I'm just like, actually fuck you like i it's actually pretty cool yeah like, you know totally dude i totally yeah. agree so that and like in younger kids comment on it a lot too and i guess my advice to them is you know what it's what i like to use mm -hmm. like i you know yeah if you you know what i mean if you want to use it do it if you don't don't but don't it's not a bad thing it's yeah, not like absolutely it's not like incorrect to, mm -hmm. to make electronic music yeah with totally you know I've yeah. actually been getting into I, like I because I never mm -hmm. really fucked with it too much, but I've actually been getting into plugins lately. Oh, really? Yeah. Like just recently in the last like couple weeks. Yeah, same actually. And yeah. It's, honestly, like kind of, kind of a game changer. Yeah, like, it's kind of tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, totally. I started running my MPC as a plugin into fucking uh, Ableton, and I was like, 
This is great. <laughs> yeah. This is fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. I mean, I have a bunch of fucking cool pedals laying around my floor, but there's plugins that can do way crazier shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And like, yeah. just, it's easier for me to do. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, the ability to just like send music to someone to work on and shit with you uh, is like really fucking Oh tight. man. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> um, do you, so how do you like explore Ableton? Is it something that you just like, have you, do you watch, do you ever watch like tutorials? And Never. Shit on Honestly, it? I'm like an, like a novice user. I don't yeah. even know like probably 75% of the program. I yeah. know the very, very basic. Yeah. That's how I was too. I just yeah. got this like fucking interface yeah, and just a mixer one. and yeah. then run everything into there and into the interface. But yeah, I started doing that too. I was talking with a friend of ours about like working with him on some stuff. And he was like, yeah, man, it's totally easy. We just have to like match up like this, this and this. And I was like, Tight, uh, I don't know how to do yeah, that. You yeah, can do that. Yeah. You can set that up for me. I was, I, don't know. Like, I was just like, yeah, that sounds great, dude. Yeah. And then just had to look all that shit up. Like, oh, yeah. and then yeah, I was just, I'm total like a YouTube fucking nerd, dude. Like, I'll I'll be like, damn, my car's making a weird noise, and fucking YouTube it and like fix yeah. it myself, you know, and yeah. shit like that. And uh, yeah, I started watching some like weird tutorial, and then it just made everything. I was already doing most of it, and I was like, "Oh, this makes it like way easier." Like, yeah. "Oh shit, okay, tight." I should probably do that. I just haven't got around to it. Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. It's like kind of time consuming and shit, and like, yeah. but yeah, I want to. I want to do that too. I want to like just dive fucking like straight in. Have you ever noticed that too? Like, people hate on Ableton just because it's Ableton. Like oh, people, absolutely. Everyone. Yeah. yeah, it's so crazy. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. Like, like uh, it, people almost prefer, like, just, like, some program they've never heard of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's, like, it's, like, this whole, like, oh, I've never heard of that. Like, it must be, like, really, <laughs> yeah. really tight. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy, dude. Yeah. Um, well, J- actually, my friend James is the one that got me to, like, you know James. Wife James? No. Oh, who's James? Uh, Campbell. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He saw him the dog. other night. Yeah, yeah. That's my dog. So, like, he... I mean, he's been producing music and, like, doing shit for, like, way, way, way... Yeah, he was he doing, was, like, big shit, He was too, pretty huh? involved in, like, the experimental, like, hip-hop thing and, like, mm-hmm. the, you know, from, mm-hmm. like, early 2000s. He was, like, pretty into, like, grime and, like, UK funky and stuff. And now he has, like, a new project and he's, like, making house and techno and yeah. stuff. But he... Early on, he was like, dude, like Ableton, you know what I mean? He yeah. Was, you know? Yeah. It's And like him and his friends, well, they're like huge fucking producers and that's all they use. You yeah, know? So that's it's cool like, as fuck. <clears throat> and they use hardware too. Yeah, totally. So that, like early on, that's the way I looked at it. It's like they're doing their thing with it. It's like, yeah. you know. Fucking Soldier Boy can get famous off fucking GarageBand. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, dude, I'm down. Yeah. I'm absolutely. pretty down. <laughs> Seriously, fool. Um, so, yeah, we're almost done. Uh, so, like, just what do you, like, what music, like, what musically have you been fucking with lately? Like, heavily? Is there anything? All kinds of shit, man. I'm, man, I'm a fucking, like, nerd. Every single yeah. day, I, I'm just checking out something new. I work in a record shop, too, so I have that, like, I just fucking put on random records all the time. That's and, cool. And just see what's um, up with it. As far as newer shit, like, I listen to a lot of black metal. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been listening to the new Akitsa record. Oh, dude, I fucking love that band, dude. It, they're playing, they're playing out here. They're, I think yeah. they're playing, like, Berserk Town or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go to that. Yeah. But, but uh, <laughs> that's cool. That, that's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
No, but I've been down with him for for a long time, and I just I love that he's stuck to like the same style, and he hasn't mm-hmm. like strayed away from it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've been listening to that that a lot. Um, man, all kinds of like honestly, every week there's like a n- good new like electronic like techno yeah. or like grime or whatever totally record. Uh, the new mum dance and logos is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new. Uh, this dude sleep archive who i'm like really really down with he just he's just one of those dudes that's never made a bad track and really always putting out new shit that's tight uh fucking who else uh there's a label called opal tapes and yeah you I pretty showed much, that shit to me dude and i, I, was I like, pretty much just that. listen to whatever's on there because it's always cool and it's always like mm-hmm it's always interesting, you know? It's like mm-hmm. a weird... I'm like, where does he even find this shit? Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. fucking weird shit. I'm always a big fan of like any label that just is like not trying to just stick to one thing, dude. Yeah. And, and, and any label... Because that just straight up says yeah. right there like, oh, I think this is tight. Yeah. You know I'm, I'm actually a big fan of just like following labels, too. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. I think right now there's a lot of cool labels that have like this like... Either like what you just said, they put out different shit or mm-hmm. they put out like the same shit. Mm-hmm. It's like... A, a regional based thing where it's like, oh, it's like a New York label. And oh, it's all yeah. New York yeah. shit. It all looks like this. Or yeah. it's a Italian label and it's like a group of friends and mm-hmm. it's like they're only putting out their shit. That's cool as fuck. Yeah. You know? Or it's like a set of house where it's like they're putting out all kinds of crazy shit, mm-hmm. but it's kind of under this umbrella of. Yeah. 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 Know? Like a big, like, yeah. crew that branches out into all this different shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like it's fun to awesome. just follow a label and just kind of always be you know in the know of what new is coming out yeah. you know it's just yeah yeah i do i dove pretty hard into that opal tape shit after you after you sent me that track dude i yeah. was like wow this shit slaps incredibly yeah i don't know there's so much cool shit there's, there's tons of yeah just weird black metal like all over the place like cool black metal coming out of like portugal mm-hmm. um that's tight fucking i don't know yeah that's tight man stuff well, yeah, man, that's fucking everything, dude. I, again, dude, I'm really stoked that you came on here and I'm stoked that you've been like just down. I, I would like, yeah, I loved the fuck it. Obviously, like when you curated that music, Mark was the first fool that I had curate music on an episode and it was like, it went like so well and it was just like, everything was like flowed really perfectly. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this is I was stoked on myself. I was like, that was a fucking great idea. And yeah. I'm going to like, I'm definitely going to hit you up to do that. Like a lot more and shit. Cool. Um, Anytime. Do you have any like things coming up? Any like shows or anything? Uh, coming up? Mortal bodies has a show coming up next month. I'm not sure the exact date. It's at pair space mm-hmm. with this band din. Oh, cool. Who are fucking awesome. You guys should check them out. Uh-huh. D I N. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Greg and Josie. Greg oh, from high function yeah, yeah, Flesh. yeah. Tight. Tight. Uh, that's coming up. <clears throat> Other than that, nothing else. Cool. Yeah. And and your tape is coming out next week? The Setic House tape? That should be coming out next week, yeah. I'm not sure when it'll be available to like purchase or when stores are getting it, mm-hmm. but but yeah. I'll be getting my copies next week. So yeah, tight. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, fuck yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming on here. That is really tight. That's fucking... It's like almost an hour interview, dude. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's really tight. Uh, that is Mark Ganya, and I am. I usually ask people to pick uh, a song to open and close, but Mark's new shit is coming out, so we're just gonna close with one of his new songs, right? So, uh, yeah, man, thanks a lot for coming on here. I appreciate it. 
All right. Thank you, man. All right, dog. I'll talk to you soon. Fuck yeah. Mark's the fucking man. That's my dog. One of the realest motherfuckers on this planet. Um, I don't really know about other planets, but on this one, he's like top five realest motherfuckers. All right. Um, so on the way out, uh, we're going to play one more brand new Granite Mass song for you. And it's called Ulterior Motive. Uh, it's tight as fuck. It's my favorite song on the tape. Um, so yeah, breathe on this and thank you motherfuckers. Uh, I'll see you soon. Peace. <laughs>